Today is Thursday, September the 21st, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. The judge presiding over the firearms case against Hunter Biden has determined that the president's son must show up physically in court rather than make a virtual appearance for his arraignment. Judge Christopher Burke is with the District Court of Delaware. Charges against Hunter come from special counsel David Weiss and have to do with the claims that Hunter Biden made that he was not addicted to drugs when he applied for a gun permit. Hunter is facing a felony charge for those claims and is scheduled to be in court next week. The U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland was grilled by Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey over the revelation by other FBI supervisors that there were an untold number of confidential human informants being paid by the FBI to be in the crowds on January 6, 2021, as many Americans arrived at the capital city to protest the 2020 presidential election results. How many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol? Can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. You don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've had- I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there were any? I have any? no personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two just, years to find it. out. And, and today, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps. And yesterday you indicted him. <laughs> Isn't that a wonderful coincidence on a misdemeanor? Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video who's saying, go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor. The American public isn't buying it. Reports are now coming out from several media outlets that thousands of military-aged men have been streaming across the southern border in the past few days and into the U.S. 7,000 of the mostly Venezuelan men crossed into Eagle Pass, Texas in the past three days alone, according to reports from Border Patrol agents. 3,000 crossed on Wednesday alone. Fox News and Breitbart News had reporters on the ground to video the steady stream of people. Venezuela. 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 ¿Cuántos más vienen? Muchos miles, miles atrás. Miles. Mucho cuidado. Bill Malugin with Fox News was on Twitter posting his video coverage, also saying that he's been covering the U.S.-Mexico border for two and a half years, and this is hands down the largest single mass crossing that he has ever witnessed. Breitbart News says the migrants are jumping onto trains from Mexico City to get to the border faster and from there crossing on foot and through the waters. And Donald Trump addressed the whole issue while delivering a speech in Iowa on Wednesday. Cannot wait until 2025 to begin stopping Biden's nightmare as a president and on the border. That's why I'm calling on congressional Republicans to ban Joe Biden from using a single taxpayer dollar to release or resettle illegal aliens into the United States, effective September 30th. Rock star Eric Clapton is lending his musical talent to help a political cause. Clapton took part in a fundraiser that brought in $2.2 million for Democrat presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy. The private fundraiser was held in Los Angeles. Both Clapton and Kennedy see eye to eye on many political issues, including their opposition to the COVID-19 vaccine. In fact, Clapton was one of the few celebrities willing to warn people about the hideous side effects that he experienced when he took it. 
The administrators of the Rumble video platform have revealed a letter that they received from the British Parliament asking for Rumble to join YouTube in censoring Russell Brand and his video cast that has millions of followers. Brand is a Hollywood actor turned British podcaster who has made headlines recently after four women accused him of sexual assault years ago when he lived in Hollywood. Brand admits to being very sexually promiscuous during that time, but says his behavior was always consensual. Rumble is refusing to comply with the censorship request, saying they find it deeply inappropriate and dangerous for the government to try and control who is allowed to speak or earn a living based on unproven allegations that have nothing to do with what is being presented on the video platform. Rumble says they will not take part in the growing cancel culture mob. Many on the conservative side believe that Brand is being targeted for past behavior because of his podcasts that have become increasingly anti-establishment, anti-uniparty, and against the globalist agenda of controlling the masses. These national story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey was not the only congressional member who grilled U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Wednesday while he was testifying before the House Judiciary Committee regarding January 6th. Congresswoman Victoria Sparks of Indiana is a Ukrainian-American who unloaded on Merrick in so many ways about how the FBI and DOJ's handling of January 6th has openly revealed those agencies to be more like the Russian KJB in that they surveil and punish anyone who doesn't follow the political persuasion of those currently in power. Here is the clip in its entirety of Congresswoman Sparks. Attorney General, you had a very moving statement about your grandparents coming here uh, from Belarus to live in the country without fear of prosecution. I grew up in very similar country, Ukraine now, and when I came here as a young person, I believed in the value as an American not to be afraid of my government. But I wanted to tell you, and I want to share with you and get your thoughts on that, are you aware that a lot of Americans are now uh, afraid of being prosecuted by your department? Are you aware about that? Are you aware of that? I'm just saying, are you aware or not? Uh, I think that uh, constant attacks on the department and saying no, it's that not the, attacks. Well, let me let me give you an example. I don't know. We talk what, about January 6. People. I'm sorry. Here, there, there are some people came on January 6. There are probably were some. People that came on January 6 here, you know, that had bad intent. But a lot of good Americans from my district came here because they are sick and tired of this government not serving them. They came with strollers and the kids, and there was chaotic situation because the proper security wasn't provided. That's a question that was answered really why. Why we debated for 45 minutes on the floor and didn't stop the debate after the people broke in into the Capitol. But these people came, they were throwing the smoke bombs into the crowd with strollers with kids. People were showed up, you know, FBI agent to people's houses. You had in my district, in my town, FBI phone numbers all over the district. Please call. Call that. 
people are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are. And this is a big problem when people are afraid of their own government. And I'll share some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question, you're probably not a bad person. I don't know you, but well, I'll tell you, you're in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the fights of violations of queries of millions of Americans, right? It's like KGB, but when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice, you know, playbook. First, let's have a special counsel, and then you don't have to answer any questions here. Then, let's extend slow walk investigation on Hillary Clinton, on Hunter. Everything is slow walk. We were very quick on Donald Trump, but you were very slow walk. Then, by the time, you know, that investigation ended, statute of limitation expired, and all of your agents need to be tested for amnesia. No one recalls anything. Okay, you probably should have as part of your hiring policy. So no one held accountable, which was egregious what happened, you know, in that report. When I read with them, I can't believe it happened in the United States of America. This is my frustration. I'll be honest with you. Then it's very interesting, you know, regardless what it is, even people in Obama administration raise concerns. You know, how can President Sanz be serving on, you know, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs. Do you understand that it actually can undermine the one Ukrainian effort and policy? I think these concerns were raised. The Obama administration didn't do anything about it. These people are dying right now and Americans don't trust this president. So you, I want to ask you one thing, you know, as you, you know, I don't need answer because I know you're not going to, but I think you're probably good American and you care. And a lot of these people are so afraid they cover up this stuff, I think, in your department because they're embarrassed that what we became as a country to say that what our Department of Justice became. That allows Russians to do propaganda in Chinese. It allows them to destabilize our country. That is danger to our republic. It is significant danger. And I have just one more question from you. Do you believe that, you know, you talk about rights to vote, but do you believe that only U.S. citizens should be voting in this election and doing anything to make sure that only eligible people vote in elections. Yes and yes. Okay, I would like to see that what you do. Thank you. Yield back. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. update.